Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, my name is Denise Eckert, and I'm the host of the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and sharing different techniques and tips to lower the stress in your life, because you know what? Stress is not good. And today I've got Serenity Coach Lydia, and she's a stress management and burnout coach. She's also a flow code coach, Nirvana and Pilates teacher, as she practices what she preaches, body and mind from stress to serenity. So welcome, Lydia. Thank you so much for having me. I feel really happy with that. Thank you. Now, what inspired you to do the work that you did? So um, we need to go more than 10 years back. Um, I have been working for the Court of Law, investigating and um there, I worked with people. Actually, I had to interview and interrogate people, witnesses, people of interest. And it made me wonder, why do people make certain choices in their life where you and I maybe walk away and others do something that is against the law or that you think emotionally it's, it's, I don't really understand what's happening or why somebody do this and, and not just walk away. So that triggered me. Also in my education, I have um, had all the mental clarity and and the disconnect and etc. So that triggered me. But um, so I did it for quite some years, and then I moved to uh, a different country in Europe, where I had to start a whole new career, um, work on my social life, move to a different country, and um, at the same time, my mother got uh, diagnosed with cancer. So. I was literally overwhelmed with feelings, emotions, and I just could not deal with it. I had no coping system, no strategy, no tools, nothing. Um, Even if I did have all the education about it, I could not put it into practice because I was so overwhelmed. I was literally burned out. At the same time, my previous partner, um, that didn't work out so well, Uh, let's say, we're not together anymore. (laughs) So I reached out for help and I did not get the help that I was hoping to receive. I did not get any strategies, no tools, only deep dive in my background. And yeah, um, I had a very good childhood. I loved my life Um, besides everything at the same time. And yeah, when something starts to add up, you know, when it rains, it pours. And that happened. Um, so I gained, got actually out of my burnout completely by myself um, because of my education, because I was able to ask the right questions to myself. Um, and then people found out that I overcame a burnout by myself. Um, and they asked me if I could help them, if I could coach them, which I did. But as each burnout is different for each person, it's different. So um, it took me more than 10 years to... Uh, to be fully uh, integrated in the world of burnout with experience and in theory that I thought, okay, now it is the time to to open uh, my own coaching business so I can help more people. 
because yeah that is that is my inspiration to um to make at least to contribute to a better healthier happier life wow that's so thank you for asking <laughs> yes <laughs> you're dealing with you know major health issues major relationship issues and your work is triggering not good things and emotionally so yeah I, yeah it's great that you made it through and now you're helping others now you kind yeah, of mentioned that there's different kinds of burnout can you elaborate on that a little bit Yes, of course. So um, the reason why I got a burnout could be completely different for maybe when you have a burnout or when you feel overwhelmed. Um, it could be triggered by work. And a lot of people say it's always triggered by work, but that is not the case. You could be overwhelmed by emotions, maybe because of a breakup, or maybe you have financial needs, or you're not happy in your relationship, or it could also be a contribution or an add up of so many things and not knowing what you want or not knowing what you need and having maybe just a small coping system or not enough tools or techniques that is for each person it's different and that is for and it is with respect because i had so much at the same time but it could be for one person one thing and i just unfortunately had to deal with three th major things at the same time but um i can fully understand that if you maybe lose your job or if you lose a loved one or have a lot of stress at work that that could be a trigger because a burnout it is not happening from yesterday to today it is a sum up for so many months maybe years so you never know where it really comes from. That's why, yeah, a burnout is for each person different, but also in which stage you are. Is it in the beginning or are you hanging into it or are you just touching it? There, there are so many stages of, um, of a burnout. Now, if someone's listening to this right now, what are the symptoms of burnout? Oh, you could have so many different symptoms. You could have, so let me, let me say that you have, for example, when you're asleep, maybe you could fall asleep, but wake up during the night. You could maybe not fall asleep. Um, you feel all the time exhausted. You have thoughts running through your mind nonstop. You feel worried, anxious. Maybe you have, um, you're perspiring all the time. You have uh, cold hands or have um, uh, palpitations, or you have maybe that you think, oh, I have all the time those little colds and I'm not feeling well, or you have maybe that you feel like, hmm, I have no appetite, or you could start to consume more food or alcohol or that there are so many, so many symptoms that I could go on and on for hours. But <laughs> if you feel that you're not in the right place and if you think that your thoughts are running away from you or taking, you know, a different turn that you usually do that is one of the signals and there are so many signals that okay so someone listening right now who has an inclination that they are going into burnout what are some of the steps that they could take to avoid going into burnout the most important is to become aware what are your stress triggers what makes you feel stress what is it that you cannot get your head clear about because clarity, mental clarity, is what helps you to recognize the signs, to become aware and to know what's going on. Because your body and mind are giving you all the time signals 
that you are not feeling well or that you go all the time over your limits. Because unfortunately, with burnout, a lot of people think that uh, getting a burnout is because you're weak, but actually it is it hits the people who are working so hard and do so much and don't say stop when they should stop and just give in and continue where um, where other people say, okay, I'm going to have a break. And actually you think I go on because I want to finish this project. You know, when I go home, I make dinner and I take care of the family and I will do also the administration and, oh yes, I will help the neighbor. And, you know, it is often the hardworking people. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too. I don't understand why. I mean, I know for myself, I've gotten over this, but one of the biggest things for me to stop pushing myself so hard is that guilt. Like you feel guilty taking that time out and you feel guilty taking care of yourself. And it's not not a good roller coaster ride to get on. No. And then my question to you is, why aren't you taking care of yourself? Why wouldn't you take the time for you? Because who takes care of you if you can't do it? Yeah. And I noticed in your social media stuff, you talk a lot, a lot about being superwoman. And that really struck me because <laughs> when I was in my younger days, that was the thing. That was our goal was to be superwoman. And the busier we were, it meant the more successful we were. And, you know, I was I just hit burnout so many times where I ended up in the hospital or mm. ended up with depression. And I had I did not have an awareness at that time because I was always driven by this superwoman that I could do everything all the time for everybody, blah, blah, blah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. Do you want me to talk about my own experience? Because I thought as well, like so many other women, I am superwoman. I am, you know, (laughs) yeah, just being there for other people, especially if you're a mom or have a family or if you have a, a caregiving role as well, or even if you don't have a job, but you support your husband or or any of your relatives or, or loved ones, it's you think you can just take it all on your shoulders and carry the world and, and be there, but you need to be there first for yourself and be, you know, notice what's going on because if you don't take care of yourself nobody else will because you are normally the one who supports everybody and who takes the world on the shoulders and do the dishes and cook and clean and work and take care of the the administration at home and take care of the social life and work also at the same time full-time part-time I mean it is we as women I have the idea and I had that being a superwoman, I thought, okay, I can do this, of course, because, you know, I work full-time, I start a whole new social life, I relocate, I can do everything at the same time because, you know, I'm strong. And with just with your mind, you continue and you go on and on and on because you're that superwoman and you keep telling yourself, I'm superwoman. But your body says at one point, hey, superwoman, (laughs) when are we going to take a break? When are we going to recharge the battery? Come on, stop. Even superwoman needs to nap (laughs) or sleep during the night, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just being there for everybody at the same time um, and not able to say no and not putting your boundaries there and not putting any limits and... Yeah, that is that is superwoman. I mean, taking care of all the fires, right? Yeah. Now, is that what you work with your clients with is is creating those boundaries and setting limits and saying no? 
Yes, indeed. Um, thank you for asking. I think it's a very good question. A lot of the, the a lot of the women I work with, because I also have men, um, women seem to have this rule that okay, I'm a woman, and what a man can I can do as well. Plus, I take care of the whole household. Plus, all the additions that that um, we seem to think that we need to do just to compensate being a woman. Um, so if we want to have a promotion, we need to work harder, faster, more hours, uh, you name it, we do it, being a superwoman. So with women, I often say like, okay, can we just pause for one second? What is it what you need? What is it what you want? What is your goal in life? How do you say no? Being assertive, not aggressive, not selfish, because saying no and or delegate at the same time will able to give you some time in your calendar to work probably more efficient and not only work efficient, but you probably also give more quality to the work that you need to deliver. So if you work on three projects at the same time and you can put something on hold and say no and put your boundaries, if I'm just talking about work, then you can have more quality time to work on one project, to deliver the quality, maybe also faster than the given deadline. and. By knowing what you need, what you want, and what you can, it is such a help. But also reaching out and maybe delegate, it is something that is important because it gives you an overview as well. So that is one of the things I do, including uh, positive affirmations or just working on the mindset, meditation, and taking time for yourself because you don't have to feel guilty just to take time for yourself. Everybody does it. And we women feel, as what you said, guilty to do that. And we need to get rid of that somehow. (laughs) But yeah. That is what I work on, but especially the guilt, because I have the women, and they feel guilty that they have a burnout or they say, yeah, you know, but the men continue. Yes, but what do they do at home? Do they do the same as what you do? Because you're a superwoman and the man says, I go and do my work. That's what I do. And then at one point he stops, sits on the couch, Netflix or whatsoever. And what do you do? Are you going to eat Ben and Jerry's, you know, from the fridge and then thinking, oh, I can do this? (laughs) No, please. (laughs) So really mental clarity and just becoming aware of what you need, so what you can do and setting your boundaries. But also I work on the coping systems and strategies. So it's it's a full package because it is often a full package. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm just wondering, I know with my age group, we grew up like that. Are you finding the younger generation in the same boat or are they more assertive in what they want in their lives? So the younger generation, my youngest has been uh, 27 years old that I helped for burnout. And he came to me when he was 29. He already faced two burnouts. Uh, His first one just happened before COVID, second one during, and um, he actually didn't get out until he got uh, with me, actually. So the difficulty is that we did not grow up with social media. At least I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm revealing my age right now. I know. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) um, so we did not have, I did not have a mobile and I didn't have to pretend. So I could be myself. I could be my authentic me. Now, the younger generation, the the people who are in their mid-20s, 
they have so many false ideas put in the head because of social media. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that what is true and what is not true, what you see, is it really the person that you see or is it a filter, photoshopped, etc.? And are they really doing what they're doing? So plus the information that we get right now versus 30 years ago, it goes so much faster. Um, you need to process so much more than we used to do. So then it's a sum up for younger people. Okay, you have all kinds of social media, um, which doesn't really bring some clarity. It actually, it troubles your head because you need to stay on top of everything. So you have so many social media platforms that you spend the whole evening just going through your socials just to catch up with your friends. But then I ask, did you pick up the call, a phone and just call them? <laughs> No, of course not. You know, I do WhatsApp or I do a DM or, or stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. And then those hundred friends you have, who is your actual friend? Who is your real friend? Who can you reach out to right now in this stage of your life? You know, you have a burnout. Who can you contact? And is there for you by phone? Hmm, yeah, that's a good question. Oh, yeah, I have so many. I said, okay, then bring it on. Tell me, let me know, G give me some insights. So they are actually struggling to find out how they can navigate in the world of social media. It is so difficult because you need to stay on top of your social life, but you also need to take a step back to see, okay, what is good for me and what can I do in my spare time to recharge my battery? So you need to make decisions. So yeah, the the younger generation, they um and and it cost them, and and that is what I work a lot with them is um about being their true self, being authentic, because they don't know exactly who they are, because they are put in this corner, in this social media corner, in this filter, and and this make your face smaller and more pretty and younger and and I can understand that until a certain point, but not if it costs you your health. And that, that worries me because life can be so beautiful, uh, but also very short. So that's what I do with the, the younger generation. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I look at when I was growing up, and no, I grew up without social media and without computers. And now I look at the younger generation, and I wouldn't want to change places. You know, because you're just so in touch with the world and everybody, there's so much jud judgment and comparison and exactly like you're creating a persona that you're not even. You know? Yes. And when yeah. I tell them, for example, like, okay, you know, one of the things that I, I advise is take a walk outside, go walk in, in the forest or near a lake because, you know, it will make you feel better. And they're in shock because it's like, yeah. <laughs> so now try it. Okay, you can bring your phone, but make sure you put it also to the side. So you need to find a balance. And, and once you have them interested in why and why it could be beneficial for them and also to, to distinguish, okay, who is good for you and who is not, but also give them the insight and in how much time they actually spend on socials instead of themselves or in actual relationships. It's just an eye opener. And the comments I get like, okay, 
now suddenly I have time and I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. I am so happy to hear that because that is such a huge step forward that that makes a huge difference because I don't know, I love my 20s and meeting people and, and they're sitting at home. Okay, COVID didn't help, obviously, but they are all the time on the socials. And I'm like, come on, go outside, meet actual people, make friends, connect, but also connect to nature and find your true, true you. Yeah, that's. I love the work that you do. So now I understand that you've got a free download from your site, the Superwoman Syndrome. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it is actually. um, It is a little bit of a joke as well, uh, in the good in the good sense, and because I don't want to take everything too serious. It's it just explains what I just previously said about being a superwoman uh, that you never stop, that you continue. But there are also some tips and tricks in it for nutrition wise. I'm not a nutritionist, don't get me wrong, but there are some some quick wins what you can do to make you feel to actually gain a little bit of energy. And it is a nice, if I can say so, I like the article, I've written it. So <laughs> I I think it could be very beneficial. It could be an eye-opener if you're doubting if you're a superwoman and you might be recognizing some of the signals. So yeah, that's a free download. Just okay. leave your email address and then you, uh, you will receive it. Wonderful. So we're going to wrap this up. So what are the words of wisdom you'd like to leave with the audience today? Be aware and conscience of your thoughts. Know what you would like in life. Try to become you, your authentic self, and turn any negative experiences into something positive. From every experience, you can learn something. But make the best out of your life. Try to find a balance and just gain clarity. Declutter your mind and go from stress to serenity. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time here, Lydia. It was amazing. Great information. Wherever you're watching this or listening to this, if you have any questions for Lydia, her contact information will be there. So please reach out and ask your questions. So thank you again, Lydia. Great, great time. Great. I love talking about burnout because I've been through it so many times and I like bringing this the information to the public because you know what? We don't have to live like that. Exactly. And that's why I reached out to you because I really appreciate the work that you do uh, to make it more open uh, and discussable, as I can mention it like that, and, and not put it somewhere in a corner. But it is not something that you have to be ashamed of. So I love the work that you do. And I thank you so much because you give so many nice tips and tricks, which is really beneficial. And if just one person hears this and and get inspiration from it, for me, that's already a win. That is that is so good. So thank you so much for having (laughs) me as well. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace and I'll see you in the next episode.